0: Log Talk Radio. Mm-hmm.
1: Hello everyone. This is K Wad Radio and this is Patty Holstrand and this is Tuesday the fifth of March. Not quite sure where our months are going already. But at least at least Tuesday's better than Monday. We had fun yesterday, that's for sure, but Tuesday's always better than Monday. So we have today. As our special guest, Haley Fisher. She's a YA fantasy novel writer. Her best description is for Rising Calm. Ankara, I sure hope I am saying that right, Cara Weaver's first day of her high school, new high school. Nearly the next thing in a long line of new schools. She meets two senior boys, James Sable and Crispin Calloway. They're new, too. They've been at the school just longer than she has, and they've made an effort to reach out to anyone until she comes. When her friends signed out, they're odd. But Carla can't shake the feeling that there's more to James and Crispin than, me, than the two are telling. Haley is she's a student from Kansas, and she had just signed a contract with a company called Silver Tongue Press to publish her first book called The Rising Calm. Good afternoon, Haley. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> well, well, it's as I always said, this Tuesday is always much better than Monday. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Now, you, you said you went to college in Kansas, but it doesn't say where you live now. Well, I'm still in college. I'm actually only a
0: sophomore. So Ah, I'm
1: still in Kansas. Yeah, in Kansas City. Yeah, here I was thinking, okay, she said she was in college in Kansas, and I'm going like, okay. Yeah, no, you're still here. You're still there. Yeah. So congratulations on landing your first book uh, contract. Thank you very much. And that's you know here you are in college to do what? Exactly.
0: Um. Uh, just recently, I decided I'm going to major in English. So I'll actually be headed to KU next year and hopefully get a degree in creative writing. Very is, cool. Yeah.
1: So you'll be able to take what you've learned here and help other students to perhaps also also publish your work. Yeah. yeah. Be good. Very good. So uh, give me your little spiel, other than uh, obviously I, I already kind of touch base on the book description, but give us more information about you.
0: All right. Um, I don't, obviously, don't write full-time because I'm still a student, but on top of that, I also have a part-time job at a restaurant here, um, and I've always really loved reading and writing. It's always kind of been my thing since I was little, and I have more books in my room than I can count. Um And I don't know, because I like owning them, I guess. There's something about having all those books at my disposal that I just love. Um, So other than school and homework and work and writing, um, I volunteer once a week. And I obviously spend as much time as I can hanging out with friends and family and uh, love traveling. I don't get to do it as often as I wish because I have so much going on. but. I love it, and uh, I love movies and music and KU basketball um, and recommending books to people. I love that. something about that. Wow, that's so. a
1: well, well-rounded life, then. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And you're young, and who knows what you're going to be up to in, a, in about 10 years. <laughs> I know. We'll see. Hopefully, you're still writing. Still writing? Oh, yeah. And you'll, you'll probably have at least 20 books underneath your name when that is all. <laughs> You know, that's a lot of writing, isn't it? <laughs> it is.
0: That would be quite the accomplishment.
1: So tell us, about, uh, writing Calm, how did you come up to get this idea and premise for the story and, and how these characters came to life for you?
0: Um, People ask that a lot. And honestly, all I remember about coming up with the idea is that I was probably in middle school or a freshman in high school, and I just had this list of story ideas going because someday I wanted to write something and I needed all those for the future. And this one that I had was the idea that the like fate of another world rested on somebody from my world. And so I kind of ran with that when I was looking through my story ideas and decided I really did want to write one, I picked that one out. And it actually turned out that three or four more of those story ideas all fit into that one. So it grew from the story I was planning on into a book um, and a bunch of the characters and ideas and settings that I already had kind of an idea for all went into this book, all went into Raising Com.
1: So you were compelled to write your first book because of the characters that were talking to you or what made you decide to sit down and actually do it?
0: Yeah, because I have always loved reading and always hoped that writing would be able to come out of that. And one day I just decided I had this really run-down laptop that really did nothing but Microsoft Word and a bunch of free time. And I was like, why, why aren't I writing these? And so I picked my favorite and just started. And the more I wrote it, the harder it was to pull myself away from it. So it turned into a book that I wasn't planning on.
1: So I'm assuming that you didn't do an outline format, you just kind of sat and, and uh, <laughs> let the characters kind of talk to you and...
0: Yes, you they did. I tried that. an outline because I thought that was going to be necessary. It seemed like that's what everybody else did. But every time I would try to write an outline down, I would totally veer off what I had planned. Eventually, mm-hmm. I gave up and just just started writing it. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, it, it, yeah, I agree with you. Some A lot of writers say, oh, yeah, you, you're doing it wrong. You need to do outline. And it says, well, you know, that depends on you. I mean, right. you, know, you, you do it your way. I'll do it my way.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so we have to find out what's comfortable because, it's, you know, I did four books that were, uh, you know, flying by the sea in my pants and tried to do it their way <laughs> for the fifth book, and, and it just was fell apart. It was just a mess.
0: Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard to stay on that outline, especially when you start adding different details or when the character comes up with an idea that mm-hmm. you then have to add. It's a lot of work to have an outline instead of just letting it flow.
1: Yeah. I think that was your first one too. I think it, it comes in handy just to let it go. Um you, yeah, you, know, yeah. you had to go back and you had to do a lot of cleanup and and you know moving scenes around and whatnot, but yeah, you know, getting it out. Yeah. You know, right. Just letting, letting it go. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. So just got to do that. <laughs> so your your first book is done. Do you have anything on your second book already started? You already, you already have your series planned out, or? Oh yeah, I, I have the
0: main idea of the whole series planned out. It's the individual books that are taking the time. So I've already started working on the sequel, and I actually have quite a few themes for the rest of them written down too. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm in the sequel. Have been for a couple months now.
1: So uh, do you have titles for your second and third book?
0: I do. I think there's actually going to be five, the way it worked out. It was going to be a trilogy, and then there was too much to fit into three books. So um, Gathering Clouds is the next one, and then Coming Storm will be the third. And I think the fourth right now is tentatively titled Pressing Darkness, and then Shattering Skies will be the fifth.
1: Yeah, I find that to be pretty hard because uh, you have to try to – uh, you know, whatever you name the book, somehow has to make it makes sense in the book. So. It does.
0: <laughs> yeah, and all the rest have to make sense with the first book and their own books. And titles are hard.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you can you can title it, and then and then when you get it done, you're like, okay, that doesn't make any sense now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I did run
0: into that problem. It didn't have a title for a really long time, and then I kind of realized I needed one and I had to sit down and work it out.
1: There you go. I mean, you can can always change it. It's just uh, having an idea <laughs> right. of what direction has helped. Exactly. So, which, uh, says you you, have, you only have one title, so I'm not going to ask you that. Uh, okay. <laughs> so your most your most recent book, which, of course, is your first book, um Did you know when to stop it, and and is it it really an ending, or is it kind of like go into the next book?
0: Um, It sets up the next book. It makes it clear that there will be another one, Um, but I managed to avoid all cliffhanger endings for the first one. Um, I knew where it was going to end. I just had to fit everything else between the end and the beginning so I could write the second one.
1: Very good. So you're currently working on your second book right now, and what stage are you in?
0: Um, well, I, t- I tend to write my books really out of order. I can't sit down and write chronologically. I can write themes from Chapter 1 and then Chapter 20 and then Chapter 12. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. so I I have about 100 pages total for the sequel, but almost none of those are in order. Most of them are just themes.
1: I tried to do that for the books after the first four, and and it is a mess now. (laughs) It is. The scenes,
0: yeah, I have documents saved all over the place that I have to go hunt down later. But I have a better time writing the scenes I'm most inspired for than trying to write it all in order and forcing scenes out.
1: Yeah. sometimes scenes are crystal clear in your mind, and that just has to time to get it out. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you said that you work part time. I I didn't catch where.
0: Um, it's a restaurant called Adrian's Cafe, and it's here in town. Okay,
1: um, very cool. Yeah, keeps you keeps you busy and gets you a little bit of money, so that way you can go out with your friends once in a while and pay for bills. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yep,
0: yeah. you gotta have money
1: somehow. Uh, yeah. So how? So you gotta. Is your the book is coming out in March? Uh, what right. date is have that? It out. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, it came it just out on February 14th. Mm-hmm. It just came out.
0: It's been a couple of weeks, actually. That's it.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. I I, I was thinking Marsh for some reason. I apologize about that. Um, no, that's okay. I'm a, I must actually, just a different book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all right. It was actually originally supposed to come out later, and everything kind of came together faster than we thought. Oh, so it came out February.
1: And how, how – you are you feeling about it now? They can't come out in uh, ebook format first, or is it, is it you, do you actually have a print copy in your hand?
0: Uh I have both. Um, my publisher sent me a print copy the day it came out, and I already had the ebook. So
1: I had and, and I, so I had how, a copy. So how did you feel the day that you held the copy in your hands for first time? Oh
0: gosh, I have this. Well, I've been waiting for it, obviously. I knew it was out, and I knew people were ordering it, and so I really wanted my copy. And I was actually at work the day it came in the mail because it came in the late afternoon. So my parents drove it up to work, and I handed it over the counter to me. I got to open it. So that was fun. That was different than I thought it would be. But it's it's weird almost. it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't feel like my book. Like my name is on the cover, but it doesn't <laughs> seem like I actually have a book out. Doesn't yeah. quite feel real yet. I'm not sure if it will sometime soon, but right now, still an odd thought. I guess.
1: Have Have you read any of it? And and uh, now that it's in print.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have. I flipped through. I haven't started the beginning and like gone all the way to the end because I've read the beginning so many times in all I my think. editing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I yeah, I, I open
0: it to just random pages and see what's there.
1: Yeah, I I said if I have to read the beginning of book one one more time, I'm going to be sick, you know.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I have not memorized. I know every word that's coming next. I can't (laughs) do it anymore. So give it time. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you jump the first chapter so that way you don't have to read it again. (laughs) Exactly. I just open
0: it up and see what seed I come across.
1: So when you read it now, does it seem like uh, it's just actually from me? (laughs) I think it does.
0: Sometimes... Yeah, some of the scenes I just wrote down so quickly and never really, I you know, edited once or twice, but never really got back to, and so I'll see those in the book, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I wrote that. That's That was good, and that was a good idea, um, but, yeah, sometimes it really does, doesn't feel like mine. Every once in a while, I'll be reading a scene, and it sounds like somebody else wrote it, which is probably a good thing. It makes me sound like an author, but... I th- I would think more of the book would feel like mine all the time, and it doesn't always.
1: Yeah, well, actually, that's just normal. Uh, I, I do that often. I, I read through a certain section, and for and the funny parts, I still laugh at. And yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like it's I'm like some of it's, those it's, lines. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. think, oh, that was a great that was a great scene. I want to read it again. <laughs> right. So you're hoping that everybody else feels the same way when they read that.
0: <laughs> I am. And so far, so good. But so far, it's also been a lot of friends and family reading it. So
1: we'll, you'll we'll see how there. that holds up. Now you're getting publicity, That and that really is the key. You need to get uh, enough media and publicity going in order to get the word out. Uh, so right. That's We're working nowadays. on that. Nowadays, it's just important. <laughs> so uh, when you're writing, we talked about the process. When you're writing, do you read? Do you listen to music? Or do you just want it really quiet, or is there some kind of routine that you go through?
0: There really isn't, which seems a little odd because I've gotten that question a few times. And I find that I can write just as well with the TV on or music playing or with people talking around me as I can in complete silence. Um, Normally, if I have a plan to write a scene, I sit down and either have music on or by myself in the quiet. But if I have my laptop out and I'm watching a TV show and have an idea, I can write that down just as easily as if I had the TV off.
1: So I don't have have
0: much of a routine. Um, It just kind of depends on when I think of things to
1: write, I guess.
0: I have time to write them down.
1: Well, see, there's no real right and wrong answer here. It's, it's always what what is it that you do, and the people want to know. Uh, believe it or not, it's, it's hard to believe though when you when you first get your book out, people want to know these questions. You know, these questions. Right. Like, that what you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But they they like to know what it is that makes you tick. Uh, you know, okay. if, they, if they if they're not a fiction author themselves. They're never going to quite understand when when you say you know this, the the characters speak for me. They have no right. clue what you're talking about. Uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> now the
1: fiction now the fiction authors usually will know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> well, they do. The characters have a lot of say in what happens next. It's surprising.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, especially when you, you, it's like almost like riding a bike, and you you know you really don't want to go and do it because you don't want to really want to exercise, but you know you have to. So mm-hmm. you yeah. you start you start the bike ride, and it's at first, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Um, you know how certain, but at a certain point, a break breakthrough point, as I call it, uh, you we wind up being it's like okay, I can do this, you know, and then <laughs> yeah. I can keep going, I can keep going, and. Uh, <laughs> and and that's I think is the same thing that happens to the book at a certain yeah. point at a certain point you said i i can't stop i've got i gotta keep going, i wanna know what's gonna happen next
0: yeah, that's it exactly yeah I agree
1: <laughs> and and then from there from there it just it's just roll. you know you gotta keep going, and every day you got you wanna write and mm-hmm. uh that's how okay.
0: that's a lot of how Rising Calm started It was once I started writing it and got to know the characters and where it was headed, I had to write it down
1: like I had to keep going had to finish and so what one thing uh are you proud of in your life besides the book? <laughs> well, honestly, the book so far
0: has been. It's the biggest thing. I mean, you know, starting college is good and graduating high school is good and all that's important and huge. But, I'm, you know, i have only been alive for 20 years. I still have a long ways to go and a lot of things to be proud of. So there are little things that I look back on and, you know, think, oh, yeah, that that was good or that was smart or I'm proud that I did handle that that way. But this has been the biggest thing that I've had happen to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're still still kind of (laughs) young.
0: It's (laughs) like a little time time
1: to do some more. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, what about your family? Uh, Obviously, you don't have. I don't. I assume you don't have children yet. I do not. And you're not married. You have (laughs) parents. You you have parents, but do you have any uh, any brothers and sisters?
0: Yeah, I have an older sister and a younger brother, both.
1: Ah, you're right in the middle then. I am. So has your family been supportive of your writing, and what do they think about all this?
0: They think it's fantastic. They are supportive of me all the time, and so writing was just one more thing for them to be proud of me for. But um, they have been fantastic. I actually didn't tell people I was writing a book at first because that seems like a really big announcement to make, and I didn't want like any of that expectation because I had no idea what was going to happen. Um, so, and it took a lot of like, I had to build up to telling my mom, I was like, I don't, I didn't know how to go about saying that. Hey, guess what? You know, I'm writing a book. So yeah, I told my mom and she told her that I hadn't really shared it with anybody. And she actually kept it to herself. And so when I worked to her, to then tell my dad, he hadn't heard it yet. He got to hear it from me and my mom and my sister read it before I even sent it off to editors and they, we're always asking for the next chapters and hoping I was writing fast so they could have them. They've been great. They've been counting down the days to its release, just like I have. And my extended family, they all telling me when they buy copies and how far they are. And
1: it's been great. Very good. Very good. That's it's always helped to have a supportive family. Yes, uh, it does. And and how it is. Um, so, so uh, let's talk a little bit about your publisher. You you went and submitted to, I'm assuming, some of the big publishers first? I didn't,
0: actually. I Because you he, I hear a lot of, not horror stories, but, you know, that kind of thing where authors who are now, like, wildly famous sent it to ten different publishers, and they all got rejected, and I was like, I don't really want to do that, so... Um through a site of Goodreads, I found um, a woman whose friend had just started this little publishing company. And I was like, that would be a really good way to ease into all this, to find a little company that's looking for books and see what they think first. So I actually sent them the query letter and just a quick summary. And they emailed me back really quickly. And were like, that sounds great. That sounds fantastic. And I was like, okay. Like, we'll it's seen, and I don't have to have an agent. I don't have to work through anybody else. I get to talk to my editor and my publisher and my illustrator all the time.
1: A lot more uh, – so, it's more personable. Yes, more one it on, is. One-on-one on, one on one type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously I don't know how it works
0: exactly in bigger publishing companies, but this has worked out really well for me. I didn't have to worry quite as much about trying to figure out the industry because they were right there.
1: Yeah. Telling you what was going on. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's an ever changing uh, industry. And I've been yes, doing, it seems doing this for about five years. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. And it's, it's always changing. Every, every month is like, okay, what are we doing now? What? Because uh, yeah. is, uh, the market's just cha- you know, constantly trying to figure out what it's doing too. Right, <laughs> what well, the next big thing is. and yeah, 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 they're always looking for the next big thing. So, right. before I get into the next questions, I want to let everyone know that you can call in. Uh, the call in number is 714 242 5145. I don't need to be the only one asking questions here, guys. 714 242 5145. I know you're there because I can see you in the dark. So, <laughs> you can't hide. Um, you've got some guests that are on chat. If you have any questions or comments, you can also list them there. The chat is right underneath the information about the show. Uh, if you're just too shy to uh, call in, or you are on a regular phone that has no uh, no free long distance, I understand that. So um, definitely put your information in uh, or question and answers, and I will definitely ask Kaylee. So, um, so, I'll just talk about your main characters of your story. Let's really get into okay. some meaty stuff here. All right.
0: <laughs> I, I know story. about my characters. I can talk about this. So, there
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that you put a little of yourself into uh, each of them or just a specific one that you like that just seems like you?
0: Um, Well, for me, uh, because Kara is the main character and it's in first person, so it's in her voice, she ended up having a lot of my, unintentionally, she ended up having a lot of my personality in her because it was just easy and natural to write her a little bit like me. Um, I don't even think I realized I was doing it until a couple of people commented on it. They were like, this is something you would say. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. Um, but for the rest of them, they didn't get as much of me because all the characters have to be different. They had to be different from Kara and therefore different from me. But they all got a little bit. I think you have to have a little bit of you in each of your characters to make them come to life because that's the only way. That's You know, it's, that's what you know is yourself. Mm-hmm. So most of them don't have much, but maybe – like yeah, just a quirk or a taste, some taste in music, or something they would say might come from me.
1: I find that some of the characters that I I wind up pulling from some show or movie that I've seen, and I oh I, think, I do oh, that. I think, like, wouldn't it be cool <laughs> to have a character that did that, uh, and then just change them and uh, you know insert them into a story? And of course, you he happens to come on board on in, in the middle of your writing, whether you wanted to or not. But... <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> no, I do that quite a bit, too. Even characters from other books, they might have some character, you know, some trait, and I'm like, that would make a really good character if I added all this onto that. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, they come out of strange places sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is is there an established writer or that you admire or emulate in your writing? I don't think so. I mean, I try not
0: to take off of one writer too much. And I've read so many books that I don't think there's one in particular that I, tr- you know, strive to be like. Um, I think there are some authors that there with some really cool stories. And I love that. And that makes me want to write a little bit more like them every once in a while Hmm. um but overall just i read a lot of young adult books so jk rowling i think fantastic i would love to be able to write the way she does um i'm a huge fan of cassandra clare and all of her writing and her characters and so if i could write like them that would be great but i don't think i ever sit down trying to write like they do
1: i guess somebody from facebook wants to know more about your main characters
0: Okay. Any in particular?
1: Uh, no, just... they didn't say. They just said they <laughs> want to they want to go back to the main characters and want to know a little more about them. Like okay, that, kind, um, of, kind of. Kind of uh, uh, well, I know there's some secrets there, so you're not probably there are. Know. Yeah,
0: some of the big stuff would be spoilers, so can't I can't say too much. Um, the main character, the girl whose point of view is told from, is Kara Weaver, and she's 16. And I actually set my book um, in Kansas City because that's the town I know about. So she's a 16-year-old. She's a junior at my old high school, Shawnee Mission East. And um, because of her parents' jobs and just the way her life has been, they've been moving around since, I believe I said since she was seven years old. So she's lived in a bunch of different states and a bunch of different houses and is kind of tired of it but can't do anything about it. Um, so they end up in Kim City, and she has a younger sister named Sophie that she does a lot of the caring for because her parents are out at work all the time early and don't come home till late. So she's mostly just getting by, you know, going to school, making friends when she can and taking care of Sophie and doesn't try for much more than that. Um, and then I have James Sable and Kristen Calloway are the two boys she meets at East and the whole, the idea behind them is that they're new, but they've been there for a couple of weeks and they don't really talk to anybody else. They don't, they just don't worry about anybody else. And when she comes, they start talking to her and they start hanging out with her and it kind of throws everybody else at ease for a loop because they're not sure what to do with it. Um, so I can't say just about Crispin and James because they do have a backstory that will, is revealed farther along in the book. Um, but they're a year older than she is and they're close friends and are very interested in Kara.
1: Hm. So we had to we had to read your story to find out why. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can't give too much away. There'd be nothing left to find out. <laughs> About trying to just, just lead us by the nose there. <laughs> right. So I know you said you you read a lot. You read a lot. So what did you, you said? some of your favorite uh, book series were? Uh do you have a favorite author that you know that you can remember when you were even younger that maybe uh, um, you kind of made you kind of mentored you in a way um, I don't know I was always a fan
0: of there's a series series called Warriors I actually think it's still going uh by a woman named Erin Hunter and I loved those books I don't know mm-hmm. where I found them but
1: they is that were fantastic. That's the cat ones.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. They are and I yeah could not get enough of them. I was so glad that when she kept writing them because I always wanted to read more. Um, and then there was the Redwall series. Um, Brian Jiggs, I started those in elementary school actually, and kept up with them and read them all the time, and absolutely loved those. I'm sh- I think those were probably a huge part of the reason I started writing because those stories were just so cool to me. The way everything was set up.
1: There you go, uh, and, that, and that's what I meant by writing mentor—you know, somebody who, can you know, kind of, you know, their stories just meant so much to you that you felt you had to write. Well, yeah, they were
0: great then, and then I was part of the Harry Potter generation, so I grew up with that. So I'm sure that played a part as well.
1: So, what are you reading now? Anything that you that you're working on right now that you're reading?
0: Yeah, I'm actually almost finished with um, the book Interview with a Vampire by Anne Rice. (laughs) been meaning to read that for a long time, and I finally got around to it, and it's been great. I kind of wore myself out of vampire books, but I picked this one up anyway, and it's wonderful.
1: (laughs) Well, it's definitely a, a different view of vampires, that's for sure.
0: It is. It's very fun. I like that it's different than all the young adult teenage
1: vampire stories. Well, yeah, definitely not young adult. No, it's been really refreshing, actually. Yeah, and it's just now. Now you're all grown up. You can read that, <laughs> right? <laughs> so bring us to your home. Uh, your, you know, set your scene uh, for for us when you are writing. Uh, what does it look like around you? On the couch, like, <laughs> the tabletop. Um. Yeah. Usually, it's in the basement because it's
0: quiet down there and. There's a lot of things to do. Every once in a while I really will have a TV show going just in the background because I need something. Um, But for the most part it's me and I'm on the couch with my laptop and I have all those scenes that I have to dig out and add to. Um, I have a notebook that I take to school so I don't have to have my laptop out of time and so I have to copy down all the scenes that I jotted down in there during the school day and you sometimes have, you know, my iPod with me or something like that, but there really isn't much of a routine, so I do it. That's
1: where, just where I find
0: myself the most.
1: So is it, when you're watching, you, it's not that you're watching TV, but what kind of uh, a background noise um, on, on the TV do you not mind? I mean, something that you don't want to interrupt your writing, so what would you have in the background, news or something? Right,
0: it's so No, it's actually uh, Netflix most of the time Um, because I I can't be watching a new episode of a show or something while I'm trying to write because I have to know what's happening on that. But there are quite a few shows on Netflix that I've seen enough that I can turn on like Psych or something like that, just something Uh funny and fun that I can check in on every once in a while and have that playing while I'm doing something else. So I don't have to focus on that completely
1: and I can write instead. Yeah, yeah, I can understand what you mean. Um, yeah, if I have something serious to do, yeah, just just something that mm-hmm. I have already seen. Uh, so that way I won't, won't and I, but I know when the good part is coming so I can see it again. Yep. <laughs> That's it, exactly. So when you want to watch your show, uh, what shows are your favorites? Oh, my
0: goodness. I watch a lot of TV. I think it's part of being a reader is just liking stories and all their forms, and TV fits into that. Um, so it depends on what's on, because all my series all kind of, you know, they miss each other. So I have a few going, and then those end, and another one comes on. Um, right now, I'm really into the show Supernatural. Mm. That's been playing, so I watch that all the time. We just finished Downton Abbey. So I've been watching that. Um, And then shows like Sherlock and Arrow and Modern Family and Psych just started back up. So I have new episodes of that to hold me over. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I watched
1: watched a lot, but they're
0: all really good. And I always want to know what's going to happen. So I have to. So
1: so it sounds like you you like drama with a little bit of uh, uh, humor in it. Yes, very much so. Do you think that some of these television shows show influence your or inspire your writing?
0: Oh yeah, I definitely think that. Um, sometimes they'll just be a scene or a situation or something a character says, and it'll be really cool. And I'll wonder how something like that could be incorporated into what I'm writing. So I think it influences it a, a, a lot, lot,
1: actually. So to tell us um, now, the Silver Tongue is a they probably have your book up on uh, Amazon and probably up on their own website. So how do. So how do you get hold of you and your book?
0: Um, I have my own website. It's www.haleyfisherbooks.com. So that's an easy place to go, and it has links to everything else from there. There's an entire Contact Me page. So there's an email and a Twitter and a Facebook page for Rising Calm and a Goodreads page and all kinds of stuff. I click on from my site
1: making sure this works for you there there it is okay all right everyone i got it down on chat so that way you can click on it and it goes right to her page tell us about Perfect. your website here about it yeah how you know uh just kind of walk us yeah. through what to find what they can find on your website here
0: All right, let's see if I can remember. Home page, right now there's a list of all the interviews that I'm doing um, for the next couple of months and a little bit about Rising Calm and a link to that page. Um, I think there's an excerpt even down at the bottom. And then I have a blog that I probably don't update as often as I should, but I try to. Anything exciting that happens, I try to put it in there. Um, And then I've got... A little bit about Rising Calm, a page about that. A little bit about um, how Rising Com started, how I got into writing and specifically writing that story. And then there's the contact me page, and I, there's a page with pictures on it. So I was at this writer's workshop that I spoke at, so there are pictures from that. And my friends and I actually did, we went to a mall and found clothes that we thought my characters would wear and tried those on and took pictures of that, and those are on the <laughs> site also, just to Perfect. give people an idea of what <laughs> there we're imagining. Yeah. There you so those are all on the tabs at the top.
1: Now, I have to say, I don't think I've ever ever seen anybody do that, for. Uh, oh, really? What, what, what Chris would wear, what Matt would wear, mm-hmm. what Jay Thasser oh, would we, wear.
0: <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that, going in all the different stores. We didn't have any guys with us, so we had to try it on the men's clothes ourselves.
1: But <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. That took up the whole afternoon. Yeah, that's an outfit for Kara. So yeah, mm-hmm. you guys got to check out that that's under photo gallery gallery there. Tell us about your uh, you've got a book trailer here.
0: Oh, I didn't know much to do with the book trailer. Actually, that was the publishing company. Um, But, yeah, those are just, uh, they have become pretty popular as a way to just, you know, promote books so people stop on them for a second. They're, like, 30 seconds long, if that. And Mm -hmm. just says enough about the book to get people interested, but they still have to go check it out for themselves. So my publishing company did that for me.
1: Very good. It's 24 seconds, which is very short.
0: But it looks like
1: I'm waiting to see whether or not they, yeah, there you go, coming February 14th. Yep. Press dot com. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I say you're, you're you're there. You as long as you get your, through your first series and don't get locked up, uh, you'll be right. doing fine. I hope so. So now as your published your published author, does it feel differently than you had imagined? Um, it does feel
0: differently than I imagined in the sense that. I don't really feel all that different. Um, Like, I don't, I don't know. I thought I would think about it more that, you know, oh my gosh, I'm a published author, but sometimes I'll be sitting down and writing even like the sequel and I won't even think about the fact that the first one is actually out there for people to read or that I have a copy in my room with my name on it. Um, So it's normally when somebody tells me that they're reading my book that I'm like, oh yeah, I I have a book. Um, so, I, yeah, I would have thought that I would think about it constantly everywhere I was, you know, feel like an author, and I don't so much. I still feel like a college student, still feel like I'm writing more for me than I am for an audience.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw people ask me questions about publishing, and then suddenly they ask me a question about something in my book, and it totally throws me off. <laughs> right. I, I, I said, I said What? Oh, oh that's, from, that's from my book, and I just told write to it up. <laughs> right. And- <laughs> oh, I do that same thing. <laughs> yes, there's definitely a zinger there. Anything? Now we're getting close to the end here. Are we getting? Uh, is there anything that you want to tell us about that we haven't touched on yet? Oh gosh, um, I don't think so.
0: We got into how I was inspired and characters and. Um, I actually have a couple other books that I'm working on. Again, I can't say much about them. They don't even have titles, but hopefully, people, if they like Rising Calm, will be looking for those as they get further along. Um,
1: That's a very good. Very good question. I forgot to ask you.
0: <laughs> I did ask. All right. I was well,
1: assuming you were working on your own, on the series, so I, had this, I should have asked you if there's anything else. So yeah, no, I'm
0: still working on the sequel, but there's more still because. I I don't know, now that I've started writing, I just have more and more ideas all the time. And some of them are really cool. And I'm like, oh, I should start that. So I do. And they all kind of mix together. Yeah. So I have three books going right now, I think.
1: Oh, to be young and enthusiastic. Yes. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> yeah, I wish you all the luck when it comes to it comes to that. It's a, it's, a, it's a great thing that you found a publisher who... Is middle of the road, which will definitely help you along so that way uh, you can grow with them. That's I nice things like you. Thanks. I have a, a question I didn't put on the list, and so I always ask this one, especially to people who are new. <laughs> okay, so um, now that you have successfully slain dragon, how will you celebrate? Oh, gosh. I feel like I should be more celebrating
0: than I actually am. Um, it's been pretty normal. And I don't know how you celebrate something like a book being released. Um, I don't know. What does everybody else do? I feel like that's a hard thing, you know. Talk about it, well, tell people about it, hope people read it. But other question. than that,
1: Anybody, like, anybody's ever asked me, what does everybody else do? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, my life is still going on. I still have to go to work and school and volunteer and everything. So sometimes it hasn't they, been.
1: Sometimes they say they have to go and slay another dragon.
0: Oh, that's a good answer. I should have thought of that. I'm trying to. I got more books coming.
1: My mine was to uh, to start a bonfire and and fry his carcass as I drink to his drink to the to the slang. So, you know, that's just a warrior in me. <laughs> uh, makes, makes a lot of guys think, Oh, Julia is okay. Maybe I d maybe I need to watch her. exactly. So that with that, I I would definitely again everybody, I have her uh her website there, Fisher Books dot com. That's plural, okay? It's not just Haley Fisher. has got to have the books on the end. Dot com. Yes, it does. So definitely keep an eye out for her and, uh, and you know, take a look at her website and learn more about her. And, uh, and of course, her books and her characters. So that's what it's all about. So thank you so much for coming coming on and being with us. This show oh, of This show is, uh, what's cool about Blog uh, Talk Radio is that it's not just the live listeners, but you do have some here, so... Uh, it's always good to know um, you have some live listeners, but you also that this show is recorded, so therefore anybody can come back and, and listen to it later. If they miss your show, that's okay. Within the hour, it'll be it can start all over again, and they can listen to it at their leisure. That's great. Also, I'll nope. be giving you the code for this for this particular show, so you can put it up on your website. Perfect.
0: So there you go.
1: So well when you come when you come up with your second book we'll have to talk again, okay? Uh that would be perfect. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thanks, Haley. Of course. That was Haley Fisher and she's calling from Kansas. Always cool to have people from other states that can call and, and you know, enjoy the time with us. This is Patty Holstrand and it's K Radio. I want to talk about next uh, some things that we have coming up. Uh, because I always have something coming up. I seem to be doing something almost every weekend. Uh, this weekend, of course, you got the Wild Wild West Teen Punk Convention. Yeehaw. Got lots of fun things out there in old Tucson. And that's, again, Tucson, which old Tucson means that it's right where, the, uh, where they used to do the old Western movies. So that should be a lot of fun out there. I'm speaking in a panel uh, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so you guys need to get there earlier if you want to meet me. Um, We're talking about publishing. Of course, a subject that I know very very well. So definitely come on by and say hello. Um, That's Friday the 8th. And on Saturday and Sunday, those are big things, to Tucson Festival of Books. I'm going to be in the Leprechaun Incorporated Tent at Leprechaun, which is a convention. Um, I'm one of the co-chairs for the convention for this year, and so I will be at the tent, uh, manning the tent, and we have some authors out there uh, who are going to be selling the books and talking to people. Uh, Some of our authors are going to be uh, Jen Zepp. She's got uh, several books, one pirate book called Blackstrap's Ecstasy, and also Trolls, which is a pure fantasy story. And then we also have uh, Greg Lundberg, who write. he's written two books. One is a science fiction, and uh, it's called Metropolis, and also a nonfiction book, which is about publishing your ebook under $350. So you can come out and meet him. He'll talk about both of those books. And he will have those available for for purchase during the whole weekend. Um uh, he's going to be there a certain day. Um actually he'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Jen, on the other hand, will only be there uh for a few hours on Saturday. So uh check on my uh my blog and also my uh Facebook page, PJ H U L T S T R A N D. We're going to be doing a couple of shows out there, uh, probably recording and then putting them up on Saturday night. So I will be there Saturday and Sunday all day uh, from uh, 9.30 until 5.30, so definitely come on by and say hi. The tent number is 293, and that is in the main section of U of A campus. Tucson Festival Books is open from 9:30 to 5:30 every day. Well, every day is obviously ninth through tenth. Uh, the Seapunk Convention is all weekend, but I'm only going to be out there on Friday. Uh, but that uh, is out in Old Tucson from eighth, ninth, and tenth. So we definitely want to come out and see both things. I, you know, I figure I'm going to be in the area. I might as well do both. <laughs> so I spend a night on uh, on Friday night and. Uh, that way I'm in there in the tent getting ready to go 6 in the morning on Saturday. So come on out. We have prizes. Uh, we've got uh, uh, some free passes to movies. If you live in Tucson, uh, we have some free passes to a couple of children's stories. Uh, actually, movies, I'm sorry. A couple children's movies uh, coming to a couple of, of the... Uh, movie theaters there in Tucson. So if you have a family, uh, definitely come on out because we got some free tickets. Uh, we have T-shirts, hats, that kind of stuff, uh, so definitely come on over to 293 and visit with us. Uh, all my other authors, we uh, we have uh, uh, Chet Shoop He's going to be out from 1.30 to 5.30 on Sunday. Uh, Donald Shocks is going to be there just on Sunday. is the same as uh, Chet Shoop. But Don will be there all day from 9.30 in the morning until 5.30 in the afternoon, on and off. I'm going to be signing books and talking to people on Saturday morning. Um, I might as well be there because I have to set up anyway. (laughs) So I'm going to be there uh, strictly as an author. Uh, I also have an artist. uh, Mark Greenwald is going to be there um, mid-morning to early afternoon on Saturday only. He's going to be showing some paintings that he's been working on and I should do one right on site, right in our booth, and he'll be talking to people as as you can walk through and see the books and talk to the author who happens to be there at the time. Um, it's going to be myself and then Jen uh, and then Greg and then, um, and, and then of course, the, the artist on Saturday. Then we've got uh, Don and Chet Shoup, and Greg again, uh, Greg Lundberg again, on just Sunday for two hours, and Lombardi, also known as Bob Frank. Uh, his real name is Bob Frank, his is writer's name is Boston, And he's going to be uh, out as, as well on Sunday. So we got a very big weekend. Our next show here on KWAD Radio is going to be with T.M. Williams, also another new author. So, we live again uh into uh, paranormal uh fantasy wisdom romance, so definitely come in on that's gonna be in the middle of the day um so we're gonna try that out It's Wednesday March thirteenth from one to two, so come on out and uh and listen to that one um also with the newspaper coming out the wad newspaper and uh obviously the the Net is a website that goes with the newspaper as well as WA Media, which, of course, KWAD Radio is part of the WA Media family. And WA Newspaper is coming out next week uh, at the end of the week. If you have any articles or uh, anything you want to advertise, any any products you wish to advertise that are genre-related or geek-related, then definitely contact me at editor at the Net editor at Net. We also have a book launch party, a book release party on 14 Will Williams on Thursday, March 14th. I'm going gonna be out there for a little while for her. 6 to 8 p.m. at Pires Persian uh, Cuisine on Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale. That's 11144 no, Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard, Scottsdale. So we also have uh just to push a little bit here, we've got uh, one um, what's thing here? We've got one uh one thing going on. Uh sorry about that. We've got a uh a book uh that we're trying to, trying to get out for an author. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours, Todd Van Hooser, who is trying to get another game book out. And it's really interesting, is it's based on his Laughing Moon books uh that he's already been has already done and his game books that goes with his book. Um, he's got another expansion book that's going uh, that he's trying to get started. And that's on Kickstarter, so look up Todd Van Hooser. And uh, find out more about that because you know, every little bit helps. So I think that's it for now. Uh, we'll see you guys again here, uh, perhaps on Monday. Yeah. Well, although I will definitely get some up, some things up on the weekend. So definitely listen for that because I'll be putting some stuff up from this weekend. And then uh, again on on next Wednesday. The, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. That's Arizona time, so you guys need to, you know, that's uh, mountain time. So, calculate it accordingly when it comes to your time wherever you happen to be. And as always, we really want to thank you for coming and listening to us here on KWOD Radio and Patty Holstrand signing off for the day. And it's six, it's, uh, well, it's getting close to 6.30 in the, in, in the evening, and this is Arizona, and it's not quite dark yet, and it's nice and mild today. Definitely no snow. <laughs> so, uh, with that, we am going to say good night, and you guys have a great evening.